episode of Block Talk, presented by Theater in the Now. I'm your host, as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode. Leave a five-star review while you're there. I am so happy to share that this episode is sponsored by our friends over at Daft Boy. Daft Boy is an LGBTQ plus owned and operated startup based in San Francisco, committed to creating high quality and unique fans, accessories, and gear perfectly perfect for any occasion. Listeners of Block Talk can earn 15% off their purchase at daftboy.com with the code BLOCKTALK15. That's BLOCKTALK15 at daftboy.com. And as always, follow me on Instagram at MichaelBlockTalk, on Twitter at BlockTalkNYC, and visit theaterthenow.com for latest news, reviews, and interviews. Oh my gaga! The queens of Italy paid homage to the pop star who is an it- as Italian as Olive Garden, but the biggest icon of the queer community. No, not Chiara Francini, Lady Gaga. So who poked our faces with a fabulous performance and who somehow stayed despite being literally the worst at this challenge? It's time to talk all things Drag Race Italia 2. And joining me is someone who wants your stupid love is and is only a bitch because they were born this way. It's Lady Gaga's biggest fan, Scouts Honor. Hola, ciao, um, So you're familiar with Lady Gaga, yes? A little bit, vaguely, yes. If, For the listeners who might. don't know, how many times did you see Lady Gaga in the year 2022? I saw her four times. Four times! Only three were the um, chromatic ball, though. And the name of your sugar daddy is? Um, the people I work for because I got acquired. <laughs> there it is. Um, Lady Gaga, Drag Race Mother. Italia. Who would have thought? I mean, I guess it makes sense. Does it? Yeah, she's Italian. Yeah, just like Olive Garden is Italian. Yeah, and I worked at Olive Garden. No, you didn't. I did, yeah. Um, what is your favorite menu item? Um, I, it's, I love the, um, um, what's the damn, Zupa Toscana. They're like, that's my favorite. Sausage soup. I, I actually like make it a lot. It's really easy to make. I also like the Gorgonzola, um, uh, uh beef, but they don't, they yeah. took it off the menu. Yeah. They have a lot of, like, re- they like change a lot of things on that menu. Bullshit. Bullshit. Well, Scouty, um, I'm not sure if yeah. you heard, but I'm nominated for two Glam Awards. Oh, congratulations. Best I Writer, do. Blogger, and Best Podcast. Oh. oh, congratulations. Are you excited to see me lose to Money Exchange and Lady Bunny? Yeah. <laughs> not excited, but... <laughs> it's going to happen. It's fine. Um, but we're going to have fun. We're going to have fun with we're it. Um, depending on the voting window... Um, I might go to DragCon UK and beg every single drag queen there to help me film a video and then have them share it on their social media to get me some votes. That. that would be the gag. That would be the gag. Vote for my goal if you can. Yeah, please. Well, 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 don't worry, friends. You will hear all about it. But for now, we're going to talk about Drag Race Italia 2 and this Gaga episode. Um, good things happened. And then Priscilla's like, nah, no one goes home. This is another one of those episodes where I was like, I swear to God, if they keep everyone. <laughs> we rewarded the kid who Scream into the void. And sure enough. Screaming right, well, into the void. Let's start screaming. Panthera is gone. And allegedly Joffrey learned a lot. Uh, she challenged themselves with the lip sync as she taught herself to be more original. That's right, what you girl. learned? Okay, sure. Teach yourself some makeup. Diamond grew fond of Pantera, but alas, time to roam the jungles once again and find out if your mom hates you for insulting her in the maxi challenge. Do you think they made up Ada? I mean, uh, uh, Ava and Pantera? Uh, I hope so. Doesn't seem like it's a big scene. She's not going to have. Now, Me this is one. Joffrey's first time as a bottom, probably in this competition. In life, the kid has to be a bottom. Like, come on, who would, to- who, who would she top? 
not the not the points list that's for sure uh-huh now apparently according to the subtitles joffrey is not the pole of the drag world they are an artist what is a pole in this situation there were a uh, i had a lot of questions about the subtitles this episode um speaking of poles how about drag race poland anyone <laughs> that'd be well, fun right they, they didn't drag there right i'm uh, um, sure you can probably find you can probably find a rude girl that spent a week in Poland somewhere. There it is. It. Joffrey will very much remind us that she wears masks and makeup, not wigs. Um, watch this come back to haunt her later. Okay, well, go do in, go do go do the mask competition somewhere. <laughs> go to the mask singer. Like that be oh, we can't sing. He can make the masks. That's fair. That's fair. Now, the diamond is congratulated for winning again, and the diamonds drag race. Start your engines. Sorry, that that's her track record right now is insane. Well, I mean, at this stage of the competition, it's looking like an envy Peru comma for all us Sharon romp. Like, mm-hmm. are we just battling for second place now? Yeah, like it's literally like. I mean, if I was in the room, I'd be like, oh, so, oh, I. Oh, I get mm-hmm. it. So now, what did La Diamond win? Well, she wins skincare. And she says they can have a skincare party. Did they like lose the Astrolabs sponsorship? What I happened? No, maybe they what? did. Or maybe Astrolabs all was afterthought last season. Maybe they just, maybe that was all just, maybe that was the end of their inventory. No, Astrolabs is just, maybe. Now, it was just a clearance sale. Scouty, you're a gay man. Uh, does doing a face pass with a another gay man mean you're like a thing, or can you be like gay together and just do gay things? I think I think it just depends on on what you make of it, you know. So it's the I vibe, hang out with my best vibes. time all the, I'm hanging out with my best friend all the time. And do face masks? Yeah, sure. Why not? Let's go uh-huh. get some mani pedis. You know. Oh, and that's really cute. That's really gay. Now, typically masculine things, clearly. Lipathy Noir will hold up Scandalove's fake head next to Nalenia's stomach head and say that was the judges when they were disappointed with the maxi challenge, which is, which is very, very true. They were, they were not fun last maxi challenge. No. But as Nalenia says, it's time to focus and study and process each critique, then delete it. Then delete it. It is a new day, and Scandalove will cartwheel and split as Lipathy Noir does the same, as that was truly foreshadowing of what she will do this episode. I, I would not be doing like gymnastics into the workroom. Sorry, like why? Uh, too many too many girls have gotten themselves hurt in the dumbest way. Like that's not, that's true. I'm not about to go like flipping myself into the workroom and then be like, so I can't compete anymore because I hurt myself. Now, what is waiting for them? They just want to dance and sing. They want something new. Too many acting challenges. Four acting challenges in a row. They could that's never. A, that's a lot. The alarm sounds as Priscilla is ready to share this week's theme. And this week's theme is Drag Fest. Music and dance will connect the challenge this week. She tells them they will pay homage to an ally of the community. No, not Madonna. Lady Gaga. Allie Main? Yeah, Allie. Um, Allie. Now, the way that Aura was fake crying and Petite dropping to the ground, you'd think they thought the bitch was going to show up. Could you imagine? I can't. What, 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 what makes Lady Gaga such a legend and an icon throughout the globe? I mean, as far as like shock value, like obviously she's, you know, she's particularly in the very beginning of her career, she was like very well known. But I also think it's just a matter of like when she came about. Like, uh, if she was, if Lady Gaga was starting today, she would not i don't think she would be a like world superstar there was just like there's five million different options of like people to listen to people to like whatever you know like pop culture is not anywhere near as monogam monotonous not monotonous monotonous now why didn't lady gaga break the internet like taylor swift did with her tickets um because there's so many straight girls that are just desperate I mean, I say it's one of the straight girls who tried to get Taylor tickets. Did you not get them? No, of course not. <gasps> oh no! I mean, I failed. was I was trying to get like forty dollars tickets, and oh, once fair. they were gone, they were gone. I was not yeah. about to like. I probably could have spent more money to go, but it was very much like a, I'm going to go for the experience. Right, right, right. 
Now, Daddy Priscilla arrives in a velvet green smoking suit. And I'm like, okay, I see you. I will take one in teal. Take one in teal. She will say that this mini challenge is very different and will take their breath away. The pit crew arrives with a basket of sports garments. And let's be honest, this boy, I would like him. And later on when we see him again, just someone give me his number. Please. I'm talking about the boy on my screen. (laughs) Priscilla says they have to become drag athletes, so they have to put on hair and makeup in 15 minutes. But before they go, wait, Priscilla almost forgot there are no Snickers in the basket. Now, what are Snickers? Like the candy, or did we get another bad translation that's supposed to be sneakers? I think that. Either way, they have them on, but Priscilla wants them to be bitches in heels. Because what's a drag without heels? It's like Madeline without jewels. Who is Madeline? Maybe someone teach us. Right? Someone can someone we probably should have done like a Italian culture crash course. Yes, it's true. Next year. The diamond will take the basket for the group as they are now off to get into quick drag and the pit crew does not come with them. What a shame. What would you wear for a 15 minute athletic quick drag? I have like a I have a like lacrosse penny that has like two saxophones crossed them, like a skull and crossbones, but instead of bones, it's two saxophones. How do I swear that? Wow. I wear okay. it all the time, actually. I do wear it all the time. Do you really? I've never seen yeah. you wear it. I wear it like to sleep. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, all the time. There it is. Because you do sleep all the time. I'm, I'm a sleepy boy. So they return, and um, well, I got to say that Joffrey's makeup is what the bitch wears on the runway. What is happening? I'm just so over it. It's just so. Ugh. When was the last time you played sports? The last time I played sports. Oh, oh wow. <sighs> we gotta tap into that memory bank. I mean, like actual sports. The last thing I played, I tried out for the tennis team sophomore year of high school. But they told me how much, like, how many like days I had to practice and how many like competition and what elites whatever whatever tennis people do um they told me how <clears throat> how many like days there were in the middle it was like a week-long tryout and like tuesday wednesday thursday and on wednesday they told us how many days of practice and everything there were and then on thursday i did so bad i was like oh no 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 you're not putting me on this team so you're lazy i'm not lazy i just don't want to do i don't want i didn't want to play tennis five days a week that's fair all right kill me Now, after Priscilla critiques their makeup and their talking ability, it's time for the challenge. There is a pole in the center of front of a treadmill, and they will run in heels as they try to get their hoops on the pole. The smaller the hoop, the more points they get. Also, Priscilla has her hot pit crew boys throwing balls at them as they are on the treadmill. What a distraction for sure. Right. Now, you mentioned this earlier, but like this seems like a great way to knock out a competitor from the competition with a knee injury. But aside from that, how would you do in this challenge? And just don't forget you're in heels. Me, I would probably surprise myself. Actually. Yeah, you think you do well? I mean, I don't, I don't, I, maybe. Your long, maybe. lanky arms could throw. The... I, I have long arms, I have long legs, everything's lanky. Yeah. You're you like know, the inflatable blow up man. It may probably make good TV too because I'd be reacting to myself the same way everyone else was. Ara is up first, and she is very bad at this game. Sports is not her strong suit, and she almost falls many, 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 many times, and she doesn't um, hold on for dear life. She doesn't even, like, I, I would at least have a hand on there. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, no. Now, next we have Nelenia, who is the cheerleader of the group, and she's taking it quite slow, and when they speed it up, she has a fun time, but no luck, no, no, no hoops. <laughs> Scandal love is up, and she should win this hands down, right? Uh, yeah, no. Uh, it seemed like the balls flying in her face was more fun for her. Yeah. She was just, you know, excited there was something in her face for the first time in a few weeks. See? Now it's time for Petite Noir, who is very competitive and got a ball straight to the head, but she will get a hoop on the pole, and I think I was quite surprised. Yeah. Um, she See, was too. Me. 
Now she's going to toss her wig off and she is in the lead with 100 points. Joffrey is up and that fucking wig is way too long and I think it might get caught in the treadmill. I mean, let me make good TV, right? She's asking for bananas in her face, but it's only getting balls and zero hoops on the pole. And finally, it's time for the diamond. She's ready to get physical. And after almost wiping out, she gets one on the pole. All right, we got a, we got a battle here. The results. The diamonds who gets her 150 points. It's enough to beat the Petite Noir, and she wins with sheer luck. Love it. It's my favorite. Now she's going to get a pin. Bitch wins accidentally. Right. And she's also going to get a prize. What is the prize, you ask? <laughs> A fucking scooter. I want a scooter. That's my nickname. Oh my god, it is you, scooter, ski. That's what people call me scooter. You squirt. I was the mini challenge prize. Oh, I'm sure a lot of people would like you to be their mini challenge prize. I don't even know what that meant. Um, mm-hmm. Do you want a scooter? Say lovely you... things about them. Do you do you yeah. want a motorized scooter? Do they work? Sure. In uh, no, I don't own one. I mean, I've ridden them before in dc but i don't own one though but you want one you think it would be more fun to get around i feel like it'd be one of those things that i would use really 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 intensely for like a month and then i would just like never touch it can i come in the spring and can we go on a segway tour of dc yeah but you can't go to the memorials on them anymore which is <gasps> a thing. it's a good thing They're, they get in the way people are really, really fine bad. but can we still go on a on a what segway yeah, you can, they, they take you near them. You just can't go like up to them, up to them. Um, that's fine, that's fine. Sideways. Okay, so to announce the Maxi Challenge, it's Kiara who is brought out to music that is definitely a riff of Alejandro as she's wearing a goddamn disco ball as a look. Um, she must be a little monster. Pause up. Pause up. Wrong. She is ready to hear them scream like birds as she tells them the Maxi Challenge is a Lady Gaga musical. Um, before we get into it, Scout, I'm putting you on the spot. And I don't want like ties. I don't want, oh my God, this is too hard. I want your number one Gaga song from each album. From each album? Yep. Okay. The theme, my favorite song is, um, Probably boys, boys, boys. Okay. Um, actually, no, hey, nothing else I can say because of the music video. I love the music video for that. Um, favorite song on bad on well on the fame monster, bad romance. Um, mm-hmm. but that's just like the greatest pop song of all time. So okay. um born this way. Um I'll go marry the night. I'll go marry the night. The production is just ugh, incredible. Art pop. Just this, has art pop. this has changed in my lifetime. Um, but I think I would say GUI. Yeah, I'll say Interesting. GUI. Okay, okay. It's a great song. It's a fantastic song. Um, and then what? She. she <laughs> If you want to cheek to cheek, you go for it. Um, I mean, I love I love anything goes off cheek to cheek. Art pop. I mean, no, we did Joanne. art pop, right? No, Joanne's next. Um, John Wayne. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let's um, do a Star Is Born. Let's do it. A Star Is Born. Always remember us this way. Oh, oh my God, such a sap. Sobbed like a baby. Sobbed like a baby when she performed it live. Um. What was after that? Oh, Chromatica, right? Yeah. Replay. Chromatica. Replay. Easy. Done. Easy. Um, and then Love for Sale. Um, I love her cover of um what the hell is it? Anything and birds goes? do it, bees do it. Let's fall in love. Oh, let's fall in love. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was a cool. Um all right, friends. That was Scouts Lady Gaga. Um, best of picks. Mm. So I, mean, mean... I will stand i will stand in a room and argue that bad romance is the best pop song of all time all right anyone who wants to now pop song or best song i don't know if it's the best song but best pop i was song gonna say like sure. you can't be bohemian rhapsody 
You can sure. Nope, do not try me. Bohemian sure. Rhapsody is the greatest song of the. Oh, it's called "Let's Do It." <laughs> yeah. Um. It's been a long Bohemian day of Rhapsody, traveling for Scotty. Best song. Best song. Okay, so the girls are going to head to their station to listen to the Ruskal and start planning the show. And Millennia will say that the first part has a lot of dancing rhythm, and Petite is like, that's mine! Who feels a bit Latia? And apparently Diamond is ready to take that on as well, but that's not the part she's going to end up doing. Otto will not let the second song go to her head, but she says it's not very fast. It's all in the movements. Now, Joffrey's going to pose. How does Joffrey dance to Lady Gaga? And apparently, according to the subtitles, like a column. Because the bitch stays still. Now, musically on this second song, yeah, right. The second song, it's pretty low, and there aren't many tonal shifts. We know this is Aura is using her conservatory training to moderate and organize the roles for the musical. Uh, This is also her way of getting to pick her own song, which is a smart strategy. Yeah. Now. Here's where I get confused on this entire episode, and I'm going to need assistance from somebody here. There's discussion of writing. Are we to understand that they're writing this? The, the there was there. I'm to understand that the production told them to talk about writing. Okay, because I just. I was like, wait, they wrote this musical, but that doesn't make sense. No, it's it's very like, yeah, no, like they had the music ready and the girls had to write the, all of those lyrics. No. Which makes no sense. Like, I can't even do that. Maybe it was like a Mad Lib thing where there was like, they had the rhyme set. And then they I, I, yeah. Um, regardless, whatever this was, was lost in translation. If someone can clarify it, I would be so I happy. Know, I don't know what was happening there. Now, La Diamond will say, according to the captions, La Caca is her cousin. Who the fuck is La Caca? La Caca. Season three. Season three. Now, I, I did tag uh, La Diamond, and then she wanted to clarify that she's not cousins with Lady Gaga. I was like, no, no, I know. I'm just making fun of the subtitles. Like, uh, girl, I got you. I, I, I'm going to know the joke as well. <laughs> um, no, she's talking. she was referring to uh, her Snatch Game character, apparently, as cousins with Gaga. Um, but hey, they're both Sicilian, so naturally they have to be related, right? If if all Sicilians are related, Rigatoni is related to Lady Gaga. That's my in. Um, now the diamond we know was in House of Gucci. She met her once, where Lady Gaga told her she had a beautiful fan, so she gave it to her. And I would be like, no, 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 no. How about you sign the fan, and I will keep it. Yeah, right. Like, why are you giving things away? Have her sign it. Uh, the queens would like Diamond to put Malgliaglio, her character, into the musical. I was like, but why? Why do that? Um, and then Nalenia is like, hi, hello. I would like to audition for Lady Gaga, the musical. I shall show you my dancing skills, and I am really fucking good at it. Meanwhile, she shares she may not be tone deaf, but singing is not her strong suit. It's now. What are the rules for musicals? Like, when do they decide that the girls are going to like? just do something that is already recorded or like record things by themselves or like live thing like each season each show is very very different can we just pick one i agree format namely one that does not involve anyone singing live now in cinematic (laughs) parallels to this week's dragula titans auto will lead the queens on a vocal warm-up blow through your lips to vocalize and it's a b not a p uh, we were gonna watch a confessional montage, and it's so silly. Can you do the um? Can you do the warm up? No. <laughs> you can blow through your lips better than that. <laughs> um, but he will tell us. <laughs> he will tell us she can dance all you want, but with her voice, give her auto tune, which is what Scout Saunders says as well, but also says auto tune my dance. <laughs> So the parts. Um, well, everything we thought that we knew was out the window. Part one is La Petite Noire and Joffrey. Part two is Le Diamond and Scandalove. And part three is Otto and Nelania. And Nelania will tell Otto that she has to sing her part, to which she's like, I'll just harmonize off you. As Otto says, Otto is Mariah Carey and Nelania is chicken curry. Maybe if there's a chicken somewhere named Mariah Carey. Yeah, maybe. Um, do you like chicken curry? Yeah. Um, what's your favorite color? 
<laughs> red curry, yellow curry, green curry. Ugh. Which stop sign stoplight do you like? I don't know. I feel like I don't. I feel like I have not eaten enough curries. How about we do an extermination challenge uh, where we get Drag Indian. Race India, and um, you have to eat the um, uh, stoplight of curries. They're all extra, high, extra hot. Me crying on a podcast. That's what I'm here for. How would you do on hot ones? On hot ones? Yeah. On hot ones, I would probably be. Oh no. Um, I would probably be tapping out pretty early. Why is that? I. I, I don't have. I mean, I can eat spicy foods, but like. I feel like where hot ones start is probably up towards the like upper end of my spice tolerance. Do you think Lady Gaga would ever do an episode of Hot Ones? I would love to see that. Because you that was the show I, I want to watch. Love to see that. She'd be swearing. She'd be. She'd have fun. I think she'd, she'd be well. yelling profanities at that man. Okay, so we're on the main stage for rehearsal of the musical where Kiara is waiting for them alongside that hottie Attila. Remember him from last year? Yeah. Wow. Now the Gagas come in and they are ready for some fun with their heels and Ada is first and Georgianis is the dancer she's paired with and he will kneel for her and she was very happy. He's going to lift her up. What a dream. Yeah. Melania is up and Kiana laughs her way as she gets up. Why? Because she thinks she'll be bad. Nope. It's just because Kiana is insane. Oh, just no rhyme or reason. I love her so much. Oh, Kiara, I want to hang out with you. We will see Melania do some moves that may or may not be choreo that we've seen Lady Gaga do. Um, but who needs a track? When you have Kiara singing her rendition of Bad Romance. Right? Like, give me the Kiara musical. I mean, I've heard bad karaoke, but dear Lord. I love her so much. Like, so much. But it's the I split. Would, I would kill for her. Would you? Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Someone uh, knocks out one of those little hats off her head. Bam. I'm in the ring. And she didn't even wear a hat this week. I know. She's been letting me down. <laughs> uh, she will get going with the split from millennia she she really loves it yeah now the I diamond when, like, drag queens do drag things and then the drag judges watch the drag <laughs> know, things right? that are being done by drag people and they're like oh, i can't wait for you to do drag things yeah right what are you talking about i did i've done i do splits in every number oh right um, i do i do splits i do um kick, yeah you do splits do you split your pants and what of it the diamond and her velvet boots are up and she gets two boys, which is like not fair. I can't even get one. Why does she get two? Right. But it's spare, the commentary. Spare boy, from, spare boy. Right. It's the commentary from Kiara who wants to get in there that seals the show. The petite noir is ready to jump into the choreography and duh, she is trained. Like one of the best dancers this franchise has ever had. Oh yeah. Very impressive. Very interesting just like shutting it down. I was like, well, I would very much like her to dance her way into my life. <laughs> this comes pirouetting in through the door. Please. But when she gets a man, he just tosses her up. And I was like, I'm not jealous at all. Mm-hmm. She was ready to. She was like, mm. she, the, the, just the ease of what that, that, that move was. Oh right, my like- God. Now, it's Joffrey. Imagine Joffrey doing Lady Gaga moves. Yeah, me either. I can't can't even imagine Joffrey doing drag. Is she a dancer? No. This is the first time she's had choreography. And I was like, but you performed, right? We see none of her solo sets. They move right into the group choreo, probably because it's that bad and they need to save it for the actual performance. Mm Mm-hmm. They're like, we can't air this and keep everyone. <laughs> right. Um, happy Lady Gaga Day. They are ready to dive into the show, even if they are in severe pain, which is just like me on a normal morning. It's just, you know, powering through. 
This week, we will dive into the backstory of La Petite Noire. She originally only came out to her older sister. Her father was a DJ, and when she was 17, that summer, she went to Palermo's Gay Disco, where her dad was working. We missed why he was working there, but hey, it's Italy. Apparently, everyone works at a gay disco nowadays. Are there straight discos? I don't know. Yeah, there has to be. There has to be. Um, Do people dance? Yeah, they do things differently there. Anyway, she was there with her very first boyfriend and it felt it was safe to be intimate with him. She was snogging him and thought her father was working and didn't realize he was there as they were kissing. He emerged from the crowd and sees them and she hears his voice as she was standing with his arms around them. They're speechless, but shares that her father was very nice about the situation. He told them to have fun, which made her laugh. She shares that he didn't go back on stage, but he disappeared when she found him, traumatized with a bottle of vodka in hand. I mean, what a way to find out your son was a homo. Right? Like, wild. Petite shares that she wasn't disturbed, that he wasn't disturbed, he was disappointed, that he failed as a parent because he thought she didn't trust him enough to tell him. He didn't think it was a disgrace to have a gay son. He didn't care. He was more preoccupied about being a good parent. They talked it out. And all is well. This is a really cute anecdote about her dad. And he seems cool. I can't wait to meet my future father-in-law. I always love parent stories that like actually go the way that it's being set up to go. I'm like, oh, right? this seems like a good story. And it is. Thank God. <laughs> very, very, very sweet. Um, now, Joffrey will tell us in confessional that she was moved by the story. But when her parents found out she was gay, they were not happy. She says that they told her it was wrong and needed to change. It was painful. She never felt ready to tell them about the world of drag because of this. And um, that's sad. Yeah. Very sad. Mm-hmm. Now, the Petite Noir is happy to be on Drag Race to share that there are places full of love and protection and family. And this is an important statement. Obviously, we are... Reeling from another tragic, horrific attack on a safe space with a shooting in Colorado. Uh, we can't have these beautiful moments without feeling protected in our own safe spaces. Enough is enough. I'm tired of the excuses. No more guns. Yeah, no more. This is ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. The Diamond says that is she's really happy to hear the story and says that Petite's parents are amazing and Petite wants to thank her family for everything. She's there today because they allowed her to be free to be who she is. And Elenia is moved by Petite's story because as we learned, it was very similar to her own dad. She says it's impactful as it is two Southern dads with a very different way of thinking who are able to embrace this and it brings change in the world can happen. Do you think Southern dads are like Southern dads here? Right, I'm like picturing them at like a like crawfish boil now. Like <laughs> crawfish. I don't know. I went to I went to New Orleans. But I don't know. Oh my god, let's go to New Orleans. That would be fun. Let's go have a gay trip there. Yeah, why not? It is main stage time, and we have the dazzling Priscilla, who is doing her best Miss Piggy meets Kermit the Frog meets Lady Gaga look. I don't know how she went from like the prettiest thing I've ever seen her in to like the most questionable thing I've ever seen her. Right. In. This was like in one week and in production, probably like three days. Like, <laughs> right now, we have Chiara Francini who is wearing a very long, straight black wig, no headpiece. And I was like, that's not very gaga of her. I was so upset, heartbroken. The Masu Zorzi wearing a blue blazer that I need. Oh my god, that blazer was yeah, sexy. Really now, joining them are Nick Seriano, Cirini, who is Priscilla's stylist, as well as Monoskin's. And now it all makes sense why this person is Monoskin's uh, stylist, because he looks like he could be a butter Monoskin. <laughs> what are the chances Monoskin wins Best New Artist in the Grammys? I don't know. I, didn't, I, don't, I don't know any of the names. I literally knew one name. I knew people. Anita and Monoskin. I knew Anita. You, didn't know, you don't know Monoskin? I... Eurovision winners from Italy. Oh, we talked about this when I was yeah. in New York. It shows how much I retain. Yeah. No, it's like anything I say, it doesn't mean anything to you. Has that ever happened mean. before? Has the, has the Eurovision, I don't, the Eurovision winner ever won Best New I don't Artist? I think so, um, because the only big three names are now Monskin, ABBA, and uh, Celine Dion. And ABBA just got their first nominations last year. So. And they, oh. got, they got their nominee they got for this year. Oh, and album I, of the year. I know. I'm so Team ABBA. Always and forever. Oh, yeah. I'm always down for them to win. Um, we also have Vita Coppolo, who is a dancer and a very, 
very hot man. Oh yeah, no, there's a lot of hot like good episode for man watching, like uh-huh. Oh, man. We're gonna go through the Ruskal, then talk about the runway. Now, before we dive into it, I'm sure you had very high expectations for this Ruskal. Yeah. Because you yeah. don't want like, the good name of Lady Gaga ruined. That's not that I don't want it ruined. I just don't want the concept of a Lady Gaga Ruskal wasted on. Now, after nah. everything we've learned up until this point and what we're about to see, who wrote this? Stephanie Germanotta. Uh-huh, right, definitely. All right, we're going to begin with a song that sounds like Poker Face and those dancers in the harnesses. Uh, yes, thank you. Give me that one from earlier. Look at him. Look at him. So, <laughs> so cute. Um, we have Le Petit Noir and Joffrey, and they both look good. Um, I mean, as good as Joffrey could look. He had pink hair. I just use your words. Use your words. It's just like, oh god, it's like really wild to just like see someone on the Drag Race stage and be like, "You are disappointing me in every single possible way." Like, it's one thing to be like, oh, you didn't do well this week. Or like, oh, you look a little weird this week. But like, I've just like, I've never, the look is always meh. The makeup is always non-existent. I, I, if, if Joffrey wore that look to the Chromatica Ball, the fans would cheer or jeer? I mean, it's prettier than some of the things I saw at the Chromatica Ball. Yourself included? <laughs> um, no, I looked hot or these same outfit all three times except for a different bodysuit but you you were very that's why um, you buy i made one outfit and i bought three bodysuits to fit it you you wore a lot of black yeah baby it was gonna be a lot of pink and then i saw the first show and i was like oh this is different from the album Um, so I really think this pairing was doomed because Petit is a dancer. Joffrey was just trying to keep up. I don't understand why they were a duo here. I don't understand why they were paired at all. Like, yeah. it's hard to, I feel like it's hard in like a rusical setting to like right. pair them off. I don't know. It's just... But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it right now. That toss Petit got was exceptional. Like really stole the show. Jesus I, I literally, I was laughing. I was like, it honestly kind of looks like they were they just gave up on Joffrey. And they were like, you're not going to learn anything in the next 24 yeah. hours. And then turned to Petit. And they were like, you've already got everything done. What more do you want to do? You want to have some fun? Uh-huh. Our next song is with La Diamond, who stepped out of a telephone cosplay show and scanned love in a hand bra. The song is um, reminiscent of Alejandro. Yeah, it was like, it was funny to like have to like, in my head, I'm like placing them. I'm like, I think this is this song. <laughs> I think this is supposed to be this. <laughs> now, Diamond got so auto-tuned and Scandalove was just low. They didn't do anything to her vocals. Um, but I just couldn't stop looking at her black diaper. I'm sorry. It was, it a was bad. It was bad. She's not looked this bad all season. And this week I was like, no. So Ooh. I said it last week, like Scandalov does not wear that much makeup. Joffrey does not wear that much makeup. Scandalov usually makes it work. Um, yeah, it, this week not, not, not working. I don't know that I would say that it worked this week, but. Diamond was the standout here. This was probably the first time we've seen Scandalov struggle in the competition, I, I feel. Yeah, 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 for sure. Like, And then our third duo is Nelenia and Aura in their shallow parody, which I did not expect. But it was damn funny. Yeah. I mean, I definitely expected A Star is Born like, to be in there somewhere. But it was very funny. It was very good. I enjoyed it. And also, the way Nelenia was just up on my boy, I was so jealous. <laughs> but she was exceptional. And that looked very Chromatica. I loved it. She saw, yeah, she saw an opportunity and she seized it. Yes, she did. Otto was good. Did not love her look, but um, the way she just fell down on her dancer was very funny. It was like, mm-hmm. as a pair, they were the strongest. But the best part, in my opinion, was it was Nelenia spinning my twink around. The hilarity, the unexpected. This was a sleigh. Yeah. Like, that was a choreography move that you don't see on Drag Race, where you have yeah. a queen 
tossing around the dancer. It was very well done. Yeah. Um, also, very probably because could you imagine Aura trying to toss anyone around? What a Jinx on Soon Stay and Snatch game was like a six year old trying to move a couch by himself. Like, literally. Literally, was like that. Then we get the group doing a rendition of Bad Romance. Uh, energy was really strong. And it's led by Petit and Joffrey, who's finally learning how to do this drag performing thing. Like, there's actually a glimmer of hope here. Glimmer. Little Petit. This is not RuPaul's school for girls. Nope. And you'd think it was over, but no, 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 no. There is more. This time it's Diamond and Scandalove and Aura and Elenia with their take on Born This Way. Now, um, the captions. The captions said walk this way, but it was supposed to be born this way, right? Unless I Lady Gaga is the new lead singer of Aerosmith. I don't know. Maybe they, maybe they weren't allowed to say born this way. No, the word that came out of their mouth was born, not walk. I know, I know. <laughs> I know. But could you imagine Lady Gaga leading Aerosmith? I kind of want to hear her do a cover of like crying. She'd be a good Steven Tyler. I think so. Probably probably do better Steven Tyler than Steven Tyler does these days. Um, did you watch the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame uh induction? I, I haven't watched it yet. So uh Steven Tyler, I think it's probably one of his very first public performances aside from the tour um is part of eminem set because right. he does dream on um right. he sounded really good That's i'm good. sorry putting steven tyler and eminem on stage together is weird yeah very weird also also weird um olivia rodrigo's trying to sing um you're so vain by carly simon i don't think she understood the words i don't think she understood what she was singing about yeah she's too young kids children what are you gonna do you know i had a lot of fun with this musical i know it's not perfect but i smiled and that says a lot yeah yeah i know it was cute did you smile yeah are you gonna listen to it on repeat no that's because i don't understand italian (laughs) you could teach yourself italian through it i could i probably won't but i could now, the chances of Lady Gaga seeing this are. You know, there might be a time where she is really drunk with Shangela one night. And Shangela is going <laughs> to be like, girl, you have got to see this. I think that's the path. I'm sure, she, I'm sure someone sent her a clip and she's like, that's very sweet. Thank you. Mm-hmm. After, yeah, she's the, the, the three minute clip. She probably replied 30 seconds later saying, oh my God, that was incredible. <laughs> right, literally. Uh, okay, so I'm just going to preface this right now. Um, you cannot get mad at me for what we're playing here. The category is Dancing Queen. In honor of the runway, we are going to play You Can Dance or You Can't Jive. You can dance or you can't jive. We're going to have the time of our lives. Ooh. <laughs> um, I gotta can go I again. tell you right now that it's I, always this moment in my internet. Just... I am planning on going to see Abba um, Voyage while I'm in London. I, I have to so. go, right? I would hope so. I have yeah. to go. I want to go see it. Um, I think I'm going to wear what I wore to the Glam Awards, my silver moto jacket. Oh, love it. Um, I'm not, I don't think I'm going to go anything beyond that, but we'll see. Yeah. I, I love, I love Abba so Abba's, much. I would love to see Abba's holograms. Ariel said it was one of the best experiences she's ever had. And I believe her. Like, it's she, said, like, like, she I, said, even if you're going alone, you have to go on the floor. I was like, okay, I'm sold. I'll do it. I'll dance. I'll dance with right. British strangers. Maybe I'll find my right. twin charming. Yeah. yeah. All right. La Petite Noire. Look by Rokart Design. I love this. We've seen an iteration of this look with Geometric, but this still has some originality to it. It's glam rock, literally. I love the disco ball element, the, how the shape of it mirrors the guitar. I wish the head of the guitar was not so flimsy and had a bit more structure to it. Right. I think the collar, the black latex katsu was an interesting choice as it brought it to a different world of music, but it's exciting and it's a fresh look for Le Petit Noir. Yeah, it was cute. It was fun. And one of those things were like, yeah, I would definitely wear that. Um, I agree with you, though. It needed reinforcement in its yeah. sloppy arm. 
Say what it is. It was it was a limp limp disc. It looks like it needed a Viagra, but you know, <laughs> yeah, it was good. I was I was a big fan. Love the look. Kiara says she likes her very much during the musical and says that rock is the devil's music. She says that she's usually more sensual, but like that she showed a rock diva. She says she looked more diabolical than her more gentle moves. Nick says he liked how she represented the theme and her styling. He says the cat suit is a touch of style that gives more grit to the outfit. You can dance. You can dance. Audience, 85% you can dance, 15% you can't jive. Next up is Nalenia. No designers listed. Is Nalenia the first queen in Drag Race history to wear her confessional look as part of their runway? The way that I screamed when I saw that t-shirt. That's funny. Um, this is fun and pop and again, a real departure from what we've seen from her this season. I think the colors are exciting. The cut of the dress is refreshing. I honestly wonder if she would have if I would have had a different experience had I not seen this t-shirt every week up until now, but I do agree playing with the shirt sleeve was going to be key here. I like it. It was playful. Yeah. I, it was really cute. It was really, I think like those drag looks specifically where it's like a lot of pieces and individual pieces. I think it's it very quickly in drag goes to the chaos Yes. Styling, you know, and it's like you put that many things on and a girl walks through and you're like, we got to take some of this off. Yeah. But the way she was put together, it was really good. I agree, though, um, with the T-shirt styling. I, when I saw it, I was like, wait, I know that shirt. And I was like, oh, my God, you wore that in confessional. Do you think she had no clothes to wear or was this a afterthought maybe, maybe because she needed something for this no, look? What, just, I want to know. Maybe she just wanted a little dual purpose moment, you know? Well, because don't they have to like keep the looks for confessional like in a room? Maybe she bought two of the same shirt. <laughs> Maybe she did. Maybe she did. Oh my god, wait. That, that would be so funny to just <laughs> only pack one shirt for yes. the entire season of Drag Race. Like confessionals, backstage rehearsals, everything. Just me wearing the same shirt. Oh my god. All I'm gonna Get me say on Drag Race. Get me on Drag Race. Someone who has been on the podcast before that's been on Drag Race. Uh, did not pack a lot of boy clothes and production had to go out shopping for them to get them boy clothes because they had nothing to wear in the workroom. Not the Walmart collection in the workroom. Yep. Priscilla says she flourished during the musical. She says she danced and sang very well and she's proud of her. She says her outfit is a tribute with many references and famous song titles. Nick says overall he likes it and it's very beautiful but would change the netting from the sleeves to the legs and would roll up the sleeve of the t-shirt. He says she has to create a V so the waistline looks smaller. Did he just call her fat? Yes, he did. Yeah. You can dance, Melania. Yeah. Audience. 85% you can dance, 15% you can jive. You can't jive. Order Eternal. No designers listed. Uh, she's a diva serving you Cher and Diana Ross realness. Um, I'm glad she went blonde here. Yeah. I think it's the undergarment in black shining through that, regardless of the inspiration, threw me a bit. Yeah. Also, this is drag. The microphone needed to be stoned. Go get one from our friends over at Amped Accessories. They sell them at DragCon every year. <laughs> um, it's a good look. It's a safe look. Yeah. Yeah. I was like... But I don't love it. Yeah. Okay. Would you wear this? I was like... Mm. I don't know. Yeah, sure. Why not? Why not? Sure. The master says the dress looks like a dress Cher wore during a 1975 show with Tina Turner. He says that Cher's was beautiful, but hers, not so much. It was he, very harsh. <laughs> he says it looks like a jellyfish or seaweed and the upper part is plain. Once he, he says said that, the Cher reference, I was like, oh, I know what dress yeah. we're thinking of. This doesn't look anything like that. No, it but I know, what dress, I know what dress they're talking about now. Nick says that Tommaso is right that the original dress is by Bob Mackie and that the belt ruins the verticality of the dress. I was like, verticality? Is that a word? Um, he says he likes the reference, but it's not enough. Vito says she has a really beautiful voice and she was good in the musical. He says he doesn't understand her intention while she walks, dances, or performs. He says she's always trying to please. He tells her to believe in herself and figure out where she wants to go. Then you reach your destination. And she was like, can your destination be to me? <laughs> um, it could have been better. It's going to be uh, very soft. You can't jive. 
it's not good. You can't jive. Audience, not a fan. 29% you can dance, 71% you can't jive. I also just like, this category is dancing queen. You're gonna go. We we, we, we bypass that fact here because none of this has anything to do with dancing. Um, just saying. Yeah, I. Yeah, I mean, I guess yeah. No more. I think about it, but like, I guess what I'm saying, what I'm saying is like, if if that's the prompt, I think maybe like doing a literal interpretation of something is kind of setting yourself up. Like, do something that's like, (laughs) but do it well. Joffrey, dressed by Gemma Talio. Is she Sia with a COVID? Is she Corella with an ill-fitting dress? This was just a mess. And the reaction Joffrey will have is so disappointing. She sounded like a brat and completely missed the point of drag in this context. I mean, the dress isn't even that pretty. Or maybe I feel that because it's on a body that's not meant for. If the original person had tits, then you fucking put tits on. But the wig... I know she doesn't like to wear wigs, but come on, fucking brush it, clean it up. And that mask is so 2020. And I don't care about the rules of dress length on the floor. What's damaging is how atrocious the heels are. Welcome yeah. to the club of worst looks on Drag Race in 2022. It's not good. I, like the mask was just like, I don't know. Like I, it was very like, oh, you had a blue dress. And, 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 oh, you put a blue mask on. Gets pissed that they're and not then, respecting. But it. it's like, but then like also in the like in the confessional it was like, oh, this is like this dress from this person. That's not what it's supposed to be. And I was like, don't tell me, girl. I Google searched it. I couldn't find it. I like tell tell the judges, baby. You don't have to tell me. I think it's ugly either way. I don't care if it's. <laughs> I don't care if it's the real. I don't care if you got this out of Gaga's closet. It, it looks like that on you. It's not good. The artist says during the runway, she looked like a tired diva after an evening that destroyed her. She says the musical doesn't fit her that much and says she's a bit shy. The Maso says the dress has a problem that it falls and she has to lift it up, so it's too short. He says maybe it's not her size of or it's missing something, and Joffrey will tell them that the dress was already made like this, and then the confessional says it was Serena Grandi, whose tits were like watermelons. She says that in the 90s, the type of dress didn't touch the ground and the shoes had to be visible, and says, do your research. That's not what the subtitle said. Lisa will ask <laughs> if she feels more confident with or without the mask on, to which she says with. And he says that he received that in the musical and says there was a part of her missing. He says she must be a complete artist who can sing, dance, and walk well. He says the public has expectation and she has to shine. Priscilla will say that she wants to know her and the fact that she is more confident with the mask reveals she is still too shy. She tells her to let them understand what type of performer and artist she is. She will say that she impressed her in the ruse goal. I was like, what? You throw, you, you throw the hungry dog bone, I guess. Uh, you can't jive. Yeah, no. No, no, no. This is, this is far from driving. Audience, 15% you can dance, 85% you can't drive. 15% of you flew through this poll without really looking at what you were looking at. The diamond, no designers listed. Uh, Madonna, is that you? Uh, The irony that she is giving you Madonna on a Lady Gaga episode is not lost on me. She walked out and I was like, oh. I think this is brilliant. The mug is exceptional. Mm. The look marries so many elements of Madonna's fashion history while feeling cohesive. The Diamond is a strong contender to win and be one of the greats. We will see if the show wants to reward her with that. We'll see. Priscilla says that she is so perfect that she is almost boring. Right. Is that the kiss of death that she won't win? I don't think so. I still think she's going to win. She says the bar is so high that she has to keep up. She says during the musical, she hoped she would be more convincing and she looks scared. The Diamond says she's not a singer or dancer. She discovered all the things that comprise the art along the way. She learned it without discovering it. Priscilla says, as any overachiever, if you are not prepared, you feel disoriented. Nick says the look is extraordinary as it shows her deep love Madonna and her deep knowledge as she shows her at different stages. And Vito says, hi, that's it. I was like, oh, you're good. You guys are going to fuck after the show. Okay, cool. Yep. Uh, you can dance. Excellent. Yeah, you can dance. Audience, 85% you can dance, 15% you can't jive. 
And finally, Scandalove. It's all by Scandalove. We're not. I'm not even going to do the name. Go find the boy account. It's fucking hot. I just don't see the theme here, but I'm here for the look. She looks incredible. It's very sexy. I think the punk elements married with the very feminine face and hair is astonishing. She's quite beautiful and knows how to present a feminine illusion with a very masculine body. Could have done without the bat wings, but that's just a personal choice. Yeah. I mean, again, I don't, I also don't understand how this is like dancing queen. But again, this I mean, is like, this is one of those categories that like, I feel like you get it and you're like, uh. I mean, you could have just said like uh, rock and roll and I would get a better idea of that here. Yeah, I think like it. I mean, and again, probably press for time. But like, if you, I think if that's the route you're gonna go, then like, slap some clown light on, baby. Right. Pull out the liquid liner and go crazy. You know. The monster says he likes the concept of her look, and it's a version of her they have not seen. He says if he was her, he would have been louder. He says be careful to be to her silhouette as the concept works. It just needs to be louder with bigger hair. He says he, when he thinks of Dancing Queen, he thinks of big heads of hair. Priscilla says what, when she's on stage, she gives her amazing vibes. She gives positive vibes and says, don't lose that side of her. Okay. You can dance. I like. I, I don't mind it. Yeah, you can dance. Audience, 77% you can dance. 23% you can jive. Now, Priscilla calls forward Scandalove and Lundiamond as they are safe, leaving Otta, Joffrey, Lundiamond, Le Petit Noir, and Eleni as the tops and bottoms. Do you agree? Sure. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I, I think Aura and um, uh, Scandalove could have been swapped, but I guess Aura's look was a little worse. Yeah, yeah, I definitely think that, like, the look helped. Um, I mean, queens... as long as Joffrey's in the bottom, you know? <laughs> the queens return to the workroom, and the energy is low. They're like, I don't care. I don't want to be here. I'm tired. Yeah, they but they're going to start by talking about how Vito is hot. I mean, facts are a facts, Italia. Right. Would you let him destroy your insides? Who wouldn't? Fair. They're going to cheers to the Ruskull, and we start to have a setup that they were all very good. And this is important because the results of the end of this episode will not make any sense to you. Now, Order is troubled as she knows the game. Two will be saved, two will earn the bottom, but she feels confident. Nelenia believes that they all did their best, so she's a bit worried. She does not feel like she's a bottom, but who knows? Now, Joffrey will say that she is not a dancer as she looks like Sia after a gig. She says she's not a singer, but believes she did her part very well. Compared to the others, she's not as good as them, but feels like she held her own. A good first time. So participation uh, trophies? Is that what we're giving out here? Yeah, why not? They're hugging out. No drama, just exhaustion. And that's what we're going to get here, okay? Because we're going to save it all for right now. The queens have returned and pure chaos is about to ensue. Ora. Ora is saved. Okay, sure, fine. Priscilla will then say that Joffrey is safe. And at that moment, my mind is broken. I am reminding yeah, myself that this is a fever dream of a show. What is happening? This cannot be real. How is Joffrey safe when we have a bottom two of Le Petit Noir and Millennia? I was very confused. We will watch the two best friends in the whole entire world stand next to another, about to have an emotional breakdown. They are shocked. Are we about to have a shocking elimination? Priscilla will ask Nalenia what she's thinking. She's crying as she says nothing, but to us, she, she knows maybe she wasn't her best, but she was not the worst. The same question goes to Le Petit Noir, who responds that Priscilla wants to see a good lip sync. She will be asked if they think she deserves to lip sync. Nalenia says no. Even Joffrey in the back is shaking her head. Yeah, it was there. Everyone was like, what's going on? But Nelenia says, this is their job. But if she goes away today, she will be disappointed. Priscilla will say, the reason why they are lip syncing is to decide who is the best of the episode. The freak out is over. They got punked. Right. Lord, they love to put the girls through absolute hell they've dreamed of this moment for years and now they get to battle it out on happy terms but before we get there why was joffrey saved knowing what the next challenge is i don't know like i don't know what the hell i I feel bad for this makeover kid (laughs) they were like we can't send we can't send him before we see what happens like 
Now the they were, they is... were they were ready. They were ready to send Joffrey home, and then they were like, wait, 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 no, 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 no. next week, next week. The song is Rhythm of the Night by Corona. Now, if you're confused like I was why this song was Dragos Italian, well, Corona is an Italian Europop group. Did not it, know that. It makes sense. Is this the first, like... This is the rhythm of the night. Well, I guess I guess Holland used a couple of English songs, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, they, no, they used a lot. I mean, they did uh, Gaga for the finale. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was about to say. I'm like... But the, the thing here is this is an Italian artist that just happened yeah, to make it mainstream same. in America. Yeah, one they were um, like, oof, our one hit wonder. <laughs> I gotta say, this was a show. This was a very good lip sync. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, I love, I love, especially in like regular seasons like this that are like girls are getting eliminated through lip syncs. I love episodes like this because the girls who are lip syncing are like, oh, even if I lose, I'm not like, yeah. Like they're just there to like put lay it all out and have fun. And they you know, they're not like, stressed out so millennia is in dance mode as she takes her jacket off and the bass pounds and the two besties are off millennia is giving you a cutesy performance while petite is really giving you energy and dance but we have to talk about one performance here we cannot neglect the performance by kiara once again bopping and whooping and going crazy she's making all sorts of noise but like she was doing that like bopping up and down like uh season four snatch game panel yeah it was very funny this was going to come down to which energy preferred in the track. Uh, I would have loved to see a double win because why the hell not? What does it matter? But um, yeah, right, like I think based on what the song was, Petite did have a slight edge. Yeah, I mean, I think also like yeah, just like after watching her do all that in a musical, I'd be like, it it does not help Millennia's chances of winning though. No, it just knocks her no. down a massive point. Um. Le Petit Noir takes the win, and Millennia misses out on a victory once again and loses her heel. It breaks. <laughs> Have you ever broken a heel like that? Um, not, not like while I'm like in front of people. I have like dealt with broken heels, but it was like I got heels from someone and then like put them on, and I was like, oh no, these are not gonna work. <laughs> um, yeah, happiness. I mean, this was we're, we were like, oh my god, we're back to season one of Drag Race Italia, chaos. Right, we're back to episode one. Um, let's talk about our burning questions. Are you ready? Oh, hit me. Where does the slip sync uh, for the win rank in the history of winners' lip syncs? It's like mid. It's like, yeah, it was. It was good. It was. It was definitely something I enjoyed watching. In the fun range. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we have a makeover next week. How <laughs> is Joffrey going to do this poor man's face? What an embarrassment! <laughs> Butcher it. Um, I mean, there's no way he's saying. There's no way. And yet, somehow, I, I, gonna, I just we're gonna log on. Just make this make sense. The makeup Joffrey presents is terrible. How is she gonna paint anyone else's face? Carefully, um, I would hope. How would you do in a makeover challenge? In a makeover challenge, I think I could do pretty well because, like, as long as you. I think it's like very much like one of those like as long as I brought an out like two outfits so it kind of worked no matter who they had me make over I think I can put a face on someone without a problem. Are you gonna test it out on your boyfriend? People keep asking how how far along in the in the drag boyfriend to drag queen pipeline he is. So it's time. And Scotty, after five episodes, the winner of the season is. I'm sticking with my winner. I'm still with the diamond. Although, are, we, are we about to jinx her? Are we going to do the same thing we did with Frida? So. I don't think so. There's no way I'm, she can't. Win. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna put. I'm gonna just say no. No. You know. No. Lil Diamond's gonna win. Yeah, she's gonna Millennia's win. Millennia's gonna, gonna be win. a lovely runner-up. Miss Congeniality. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> just kidding. Joffrey's clearly Miss Congeniality. <laughs> and Obama tie. And Obama tie. <laughs> Where can Lord. we find you on social media, Venmo, and any projects you want to plug? Um, social media and Venmo, still at Scout Sonner. Instagram, Venmo, all that. Um, no projects coming up this Saturday. If you're in D.C., come on out to 930 Club for Young by Bent. It's, we're donating to the $2 from every ticket. goes to the D.C. Central Kitchen, I want to say. Very cool. Love fundraisers. 
Scout, I'm thankful for you. I hope you have a very wonderful turkey day. You as well. Until next week. Bye. A big thanks, as always, to Scout for coming on. Subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and leave us a review while you're there. And don't forget to visit buymeacoffee.com slash blogtalk to show support for the pod. If you have any questions or comments, drop me a line at theaterthenow.com via our question link. Like, listen, love. Until next time, I'm Michael Block, and that was Block Talk. 